There's trouble brewing out in front of the saloon. Hey, they're gonna fight me, Jill. Look at them. They're about to draw. I fired point blank. Watch this. Crappy Anime Showdown. I am your referee, host, and hopeful one-day millionaire, Mike. Uh, today, I'm joined by the uh, time, uh, the, the the master of time himself. Uh, he's he travels through time. He's a samurai. He's a shinobi. He's there, are you so okay? Many, there's so many are things you, that you are, and I just are you having I don't, a stroke. I don't know how to pin you down anymore. Uh, you're you're everything all in one. Uh, GW. I, I don't know how to pin you. Was that a Gibiate <laughs> reference? Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, Pull that I, pine cone I, out of your ass more slowly. I, I didn't know oh, which no. one I really wanted you to be. You're kind of both the shinobi and the samurai. No, yeah, it's okay. Let's let's establish something right here. Shinobi are not real. Uh, they are. Uh, well, they, they are. are they are people. Nope. They're, they're peasants real. who got what? so fucking sick of yep. samurai being yep. assholes all the time that, that they stabbed yeah. them in their sleep. <laughs> samurai then, in order to try to save face, pretended that they were huge badasses to explain why they could be Hold killed on. in their sleep. Hold on, Jay. If I know anything <laughs> about political power structures... I, I don't think that's even close to true. It, yeah, it's all right. real. There's How like... could the commoners possibly stand up to the Lord's noble men? Yeah, correct. His retinue. Listen, I'm just saying that if that, you know, one of the members of the bourgeois claim yeah. that they're actually, you know, enemies of the state out there, then they're probably enemies Maybe of the state. Maybe if these peasants just fucking worked harder and stopped <laughs> resisting, they wouldn't get slaughtered for sword testing purposes. <laughs> Fair enough. So you're the shinobi. Got it. No problem. And uh, I'm also <laughs> I'm also joined by a very cute gecko monster that we all must kill, and that's Ethan. Um, Those gecko monsters that. are so fucking cute. <laughs> they are adorable. Their little faces. I'm like, oh, just stay like that. And then they zoom out, and I'm like, <laughs> I laugh every time. <laughs> In case you're new, uh, this podcast is dedicating to pitting pitting garbage anime against each other to see which is the most deplorable while still being entertaining enough to watch. Uh, today, Ethan will be defending Millionaire Detective Balance Unlimited. Is that uh, your Japanese accent? No, uh, no, I just... Uh, You're fucking zero for two weird, today, champ. Weird, weird, man. <laughs> hey, calm down, buddy. Uh, going up against Jay, who will be defending Gibiate. Uh, as always, I hope you brought your A-game. Uh, before we begin, Jay, you're a dick. Uh, Ethan, how are you doing? Do you enjoy watching these? Gibiate is Italian for CGI. <laughs> Little known fact. Whoa! I kind of believe that. I yeah, just these- like that, <laughs> like in a lot of animes, Gibiate was like, all right, so we'll use like like less uh, CGI on the people. But when we get to the monsters, ooh, they're going to they're gonna know what we're up against. And all they did was create cute little geckos and then this weird thing with tentacles. Uh, <laughs> it's so- fucking adorable. <laughs> the cutest I, gecko I've ever seen they, and the weirdest monster I've ever seen. I thought it was cute when it just opened its mouth and let yep. out a pitiful little roar. But then they run. Oh, they run so good. <laughs> I, I have a theory why all the monsters in these like shitty anime are CGI. Someone somewhere deep is just like, yeah, well, Eve did it. Like, Evangelion did it. So, like... You know, Evangelion we're did not CGI its monsters. How no, 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 no. In, dare in the you? new, in the new, the in the movie, they did it. Which the movies, movie? The new movies, they did that. 
cool. I'm sure they did it a little bit better than that yeah, fucking, fucking balloon fingered that gecko monster. That's the fucking that, point. Like, with fucking like... duck feet. Oh, the hey. cutest little duck feet. Yeah, you leave their God. duck feet out of it. They're, They're so cute. I want to touch I, them. I no longer want the gecko from Geico. I just want. I want these geckos to be the Geico commercial. I don't want them to say anything. I just want them to, I want them to run across the screen and then it just to say Geico, and I would buy their insurance immediately. I just can't get the idea of JW in a dark room, and we like turn the one bulb on, and he turns around and he's just holding two stumps of duck feet. They're bloody. He's like, the ah, I wanted to touch them. They're mine. More for my collection. Oh God. And I there's six it. per gecko monster. <laughs> oh, so many ducks. Because they're arachnids, too. <laughs> we went to the originality school of hit random on the character generator. You went to a preschool, and you said, all right, draw something using these animals, kids. Oh, they did. God. Like, That's brilliant. I love it. You know what? If a fucking 10-year-old in a school project made this anime, I would not be surprised. I could handle that. Uh, I would. I honestly would be more proud of that anime if that's his, how it his teacher down. helped him with the with the history parts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oda yeah. Oda Nobunaga. He was yeah. like, make sure to include that. Make Oda sure to Nobunaga include Oda. gets his plug. <laughs> You've got like the history fair instead of the science fair, and you're like, oh, you got to include that uh, Oda Nobunaga. If the fucking anime <laughs> takes place in the Extra past. Points. Oda, Oda Nobunaga needs his. He's got to be there. It doesn't matter if it's even his era. He needs <laughs> his nod. You gotta he just pay like fucking tribute. The, the ghost of Oda just like leans through the wall and like nods a little bit and then pops back out. You He's better like, fucking talk about it. me, bitch. <laughs> you better mention me. America, I'm the greatest. We had enough. We had way more. Um, uh, like like how the Japanese feel about Oda. We felt about George Washington that way to the point that George Washington was referenced in like every piece of media we yeah, ever we made. Don't, even look, if it we didn't don't make have that. We don't have that here in America. We had I, somebody. I, don't, I can't think of a single American like figurehead who gets just <laughs> so haphazardly, ham-fistedly dropped into every piece of historical fiction for no fucking reason. You no, know, I think mm, who would be ours? Like I the don't know. I, thing? I don't I know. Like, I maybe can't Lincoln. Imagine there is one. Lincoln. No, I mean Lincoln. Sure, Lincoln freed the slaves, but no, he doesn't get thrown in everything. Because like, what do we have um, with that? Abe Lincoln vampire hunter? Like that's what we got. Yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah. for the record was great and very no, historically accurate. Like yeah. I think the closest we get is the very idea of Tom Clancy. <laughs> yeah. Like if every Tom Clancy book was about fucking Eleanor, uh, not Eleanor, uh, like fucking <laughs> Roosevelt picking up a gun and taking out Russians, then we have a comparison. Here. <laughs> True. Oh man, Eleanor Roosevelt. You know what? I want to read that instead. Yeah, that that sounds better. Screw Replace yeah. every Oda Nobunaga with Eleanor Roosevelt. Now we got a fucking series on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would make this like I, I. Yeah, I feel like whenever you compare something that could be to like what it was, it's like you always forget that like you still probably would have hated something even if it was like ten percent better because you wouldn't have known the like the ten percent worse one. And right. like now I'm just imagining. 
Eleanor Roosevelt popping her head out of a fucking wall and being like, yes! <laughs> like, you must put me in your historical fiction! <laughs> I must be here! And you're like, yeah, but you weren't born yet! And you're like, nope, I gotta <laughs> be here! Doesn't matter! You gotta nod, you gotta make your nod. You gotta make your nod. Man, you guys are so tough, you even gave Eleanor Roosevelt trouble! You gotta, you gotta sign something in the SAG Awards, and if you're gonna make a movie, you have to include Eleanor Roosevelt somewhere in the film, whether it be like a painting of her, or just like a drop reference, like, a, man, you know, you have the drop of like you know like eleanor roosevelt yeah fucking, and then they just move on to like something that has nothing to do with her just drop it in there make sure everyone knows eleanor is uh it's a figure maybe she's like the fucking uh where's waldo of history where like any any one of the extras could just be eleanor roosevelt <laughs> like she's always there watching yeah. Yeah. she's like <laughs> all right well um i think last week we started with jay or maybe we started with ethan i i know he was getting no, we me. started with we started with me we started with okay that's what i thought i was right good yeah. now i'm on top of things because i today. had to read the wikipedia article <laughs> well ethan <laughs> you're gonna start today uh let our viewers who hopefully have watched this but even if not um uh give them a brief synopsis of episodes one two and three of millionaire detective balance unlimited all right. First of all, I'm gonna, I'm gonna crash here. This God, is the I best don't remember my voice anime. sounding like that. Jesus, my voice sounds so different. <laughs> fucking boy. Right, you, you can talk now, peasant. Okay, got it. Cool. Wow. Had the shinobi has spoken, Ethan, you may go. I'm uh, not. Damn you. By the power of his blue, fucking blue hair. The Wait, shinobi dude, is speaking out of started, turn. Didn't he call himself? Uh, he called himself a shinobi, but didn't the other guy call himself like the wandering samurai word? Um. Ronin? Uh, yeah, Ronin. Did, he, Ronin did, or... he, did he call himself a Ronin or did he call himself a samurai? I don't no, remember. other people called him a Ronin. He is okay. technically a Ronin because he's exiled. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's exiled now, but he was a samurai before. No, he, okay. he, when he was the first time we see him in the boat, he is a Ronin. Right. Because he is a right. masterless samurai. Because he got fired. Even though right. it's theoretically his master's plan to do yeah. this and then bring right, him back. Right, but what later. I'm saying is he was a samurai, then he got exiled and was a ronin well, at this yeah, point. In the you, you can't okay. be a ronin without being a samurai. Yeah, I know that. Okay, all right, all right. I just, do I just, you? I, I, no. Yeah, because listen, I don't want to have to go over this again. Okay? All right, all right. The shinobi has right. spoken. Ethan, go ahead. All right. <clears throat> so, you have a cop. <clears throat> He's blonde, I think. Don't really care. He's the MC. And, uh, <clears throat> good Lord, I can't talk anymore. <sighs> He's not Let's try that again. brown hair. Don't worry hey, about Brown it. hair. All right, fine. So you're in some city. I don't care what city it is. Uh, it's in Japan, though. And there's some prince from the Levant, uh, basically Saudi Arabia or the United Arab Emirates that shows up. And he has a bunch of fucking cars. And they're all real nice. And there's a, a bomb threat called in to some cops. Our MC, brown hair dude. Um, he used to be a part of one division of cops that are like the elite catchers. Just, just literally called the first division. Yeah, right. <laughs> he used to be part of the first division. Yeah. And then um, <clears throat> for reasons unknown, he took a demotion, right? But right. he finds out that they're trying to catch this bomber and he ends up like trying to help first division find the bomber. Um, cut to a couple that are deciding what store they want to rob. Originally, they're looking at a jewelry store, but there's like a guard in the in the in the window, so they're like, "Okay, let's not do this." And they end up robbing a chocolate store because well, okay, they didn't all, know this, it was a chocolate store. This bit is hilarious. And I, the bit is actually, absolutely when, when you, hilarious. When you see them, they're they just they're, look like shoppers. They're just like, "Is this the is this the right store?" He's like, "Yeah, what do you think?" Ah, I don't think this one's it. You're yeah, like, "Okay, yeah. I don't know what these people are about, but sure, let's follow them." Living proof that you can have good comedy. 
Yeah, this is this is genuinely good comedy. Like I laughed pretty hard at this. Yeah, because like they're, they're, they're yeah they're talking about the qualities of what you think are the jewels, but then they start talking about how that one's really old. Uh, that one looks too tough. You're like what? <laughs> oh, and then you realize they're talking about the security guards. They want to rob the place, but yes. the guy's a big pussy. Yeah, and he, he wants like the weakest looking security guard of all time yes. before he'll do it. And like, so the woman looks across the street and sees what ends up being a chocolate store, but they think it isn't chocolate. They think it's like jewels. Yeah. So they look across and it's just really finely made chocolate, but they don't really check that well before they go in. And they like pull out a gun and they're like, okay, fuck you. Give us all your money. And they're like, well, we will, but we can't give you the jewels you're asking for. And they're like, well, why not? Give us. It's like right there. And she's like, it's chocolate. And then, like, the guy, like, reaches across and picks up a sample chocolate that's just sitting on the counter and eats it. And he goes... He, lift, he lifts is... up his mask, too, to do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's like, he just gives up. Like, he's just like, okay, clearly I, I messed up. And, yeah. like, he lifts his mask, eats the chocolate, and looks at her and goes, this isn't even sweet. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, it's 75% cacao. Like, that's what we're known for. That's why we're famous or whatever. <laughs> I, I, I thought that was absolutely brilliant. No, it, it's fucking great. It's fucking great. Oh, also, the first thing they he does when he walks in is he, he addresses his compatriot by name. Oh, I missed so that. Like, so, like, he, he fucks it up. He's a complete fuck up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's he, his character for, he, for, the, for the little one-off episode. This yeah. guy is a complete fuck up. His girlfriend, I guess wants money for some reason or something well I so, think so you, you find out yeah you find out oh yeah he's in debt yeah to the mob i believe or something and he owes somebody that's gonna beat him up a whole lot of money and so she agrees to help him rob a store to get the money back yeah so that's that's but, their character but she's the only one with the fucking balls to do it <laughs> yes and that's consistent through the whole episode yeah so anyway they like you know take chocolate and take the cash out of the register or whatever and run out. But they accidentally bump into the cop, this like older lady that was paired up with our MC. And their whole gig is that they're like on lost child prevention duty. Like they find lost children. So like they're cops. Sure. But like, they're like low grade cops. Right. So like she cops, they're big cops. somehow, Somehow they're beat detectives. How yeah, the whatever. Fuck that's supposed to work. I don't really care. They're Cause cops. they're not just beat cops. Well, they're, they're, so, they're expressly detectives. They just don't, you yeah, know. They're, they're I mean, they're mere made cops that. in Japan, like that, like expressly just. Yeah, yeah. So, but they don't investigate crimes. And that's well, what their division does. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing because, yeah, it says here that they're detectives from Japan's Modern Crimes Prevention Task Force. But their first assigning is just to be like on security duty, not to investigate, you know, crimes. They're yeah, just there so, to be like, all right, uh, just be extra security, I guess. Yeah, it's weird. I guess the joke is that like they have a really fancy sounding name and he's technically a detective, but yeah. he's anything but. Yeah, I- I'm not too worried about it either. But um, so the couple bumps into the uh, the female cop cop and knocks her over and it's like, OK, whatever. It's like, you know, help pick her up. Um, But that happens to be the exact same moment that MC plus the first division cops are like right across the street. And they noticed Right before the couple comes running out of the shop, there's a white van that matches the perfect description of where the bomb is supposed to be. Yep. So they go over to the van, and that's when the couple runs out, knocks over the female cop, and then MC picks up that cop and is like, hey, fuck you, like, don't run into, like, people, that's rude. Not even noticing <laughs> that the couple has a gun. Yeah. And that's whenever the, I think it's the woman, takes the gun yeah. and shoots the mm-hmm. uh, MC. 
and he falls over and it's like no, red. Well, he shoots, shoot shoots the, the partner of the MC. Oh, was it partner? Yeah, yeah it's the partner. Yeah, he shoots the yeah. partner. Because he, the oh. partner was the one in love with the security lady that yeah. got knocked down. He's got oh, the hot right. He was like, do you, want, do, you wanna, do you want to come in here? Uh, do you want to come do security details? Like, nah. He's like, I hear this lady will be there. He's like, oh my God, we're going. Why aren't you, why aren't you already there? Why aren't we there yeah. already? Yeah. Yeah, this, I forgot about that. pretty good. It was pretty good. So, um. Another hilarious bit. Yeah. So anyway, he takes a bullet in the chest and falls over and is like dying in the arms of the uh, the female cop. And it's like very dramatic. And then he like passes out, at which point his partner kicks him in the shoulder that he got shot in, basically, like that side of his body. And is like, get up. It's a paint bullet, you dipshit. Yeah. And um, anyway, haha, like laugh it off. And the female cop is annoyed. Um, So the couple got in the van during all this and took off the van with the bomb. Um, <laughs> so something I hadn't mentioned up until this point is that there is a millionaire that was uh, with the, ins- with the inspector at the cop station. Yeah. Like uh, what he, or excuse me, he's with like the captain of the cop station. Right. And it's implied that he wants to be involved in some capacity. And it sounds like he's basically like going to be buying his way into being. An yeah. Inspector. The, the, the yeah. episode title is one of my favorite. It's I came, I saw, I sponsored. And it just yeah. kind of makes sense for this episode that he just kind of bought his way onto the task force, essentially. Yeah, he just like bought an inspector badge. <laughs> and you briefly see him earlier on in the episode, but it kind of doesn't matter when you see him. Um, yeah. But uh, long story short, <clears throat> he shows up, the millionaire shows up, and he wrecks his car. <laughs> and well, he pushes every single one of the princes' cars out of the way. That's a great bit. It is a good bit. He's in his like, car, and there are two lanes of cars, and he's literally driving through the middle of the two lanes of cars by bashing into, into every car, <laughs> everyone. And they're like, and they're old cars, so like you know, it's like implied like there's Model Ts and there's like uh, yeah, there's like, like old shit and like really nice Ferrari oh, type yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's supposed to be a very nice car show, and this man is just running through all of them down the center lane. The so, Saudi prince is in the front, and he it just looks like he's in one of those old Mercedes. He's in a Shelby. Like, no, he's so, in a yeah. Shelby. Yeah, oh, is he? Shelby. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he's in a Shelby. So, like, he, he's he's ramming through <laughs> classic restored cars for absolutely no reason. Not other at than all. He just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's a perfect introduction to his character. It really is. So he gets to the front, and he ends up wrecking his car. The millionaire does expressly because MC gets in the way because there was like a kid that fell on the ground or something. Who yeah. I guess and, he was going to yeah. run over and try to buy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it would have been okay to run over the kid, but apparently not some random adult. But all yeah. right. Yeah. The fact that the the fact that the millionaire is an unabashed asshole is what makes this show work. Correct. <laughs> it's sort of like it's got kind of like almost the uh, One Punch Man theme of where like. This person is literally just larger than life in one very specific way. Yeah, and like it, yeah. it gives you that over and over and over again. It isn't nearly as extreme as One Punch Man, but that's not the point of it either. I, yeah, I, I think it, I think the point is that w- when you have a character like that, there's two ways you can do it. You can do the fucking devil of high school or devil school. Yeah, misfit, I never man. know what you mean. The, the misfit of, of devil king. academy. Yeah, I, I do. I do. The misfit of fucking your descendants. Um, <laughs> you do that where he's the main character and you follow him and you're constantly having to, to having to watch him attemptedly get thrust into situations that he that the other characters will tell you he can't deal with and then he just does and that formula gets very boring. Yes. Um, the fun thing 
and and the way you need to use these characters and the way this and one punch man does is that even though saitama and this and millionaire man are technically the main characters or at least main characters the situation always has far more to do with the other side characters than it actually has to do with them but yeah. comedy comes from the fact that if it wasn't for that character, you'd be watching a completely different show that would also make sense and exist. And then when they get inserted into the situation, either in the beginning, middle, or end, they turn it on its head and they make it funny. So, like, perfect example, when you're watching um, uh, One Punch Man and uh, the, what do they call it, the, the hero fucking people Hero guild or something who cares whatever they, they send out the alert that says that these guys are doing weird genetics testing in their secret underground lab and it's here and they don't tell it to saitama they tell it to genos and genos is the one who comes up with the plan to go there he comes up with all the stuff he he's the one who's essentially the main character for right now and he makes all the decisions and he takes them all the way to the front door and he says all right we got to be real careful about this because there's probably going to be booby traps and he's like pulls up the diagram of the building and he's thinking about how he wants to go in and Saitama just punches the whole building away <laughs> because he's got shit to do. <laughs> There's a very careful difference here because in Misfit of Demon High, it would have been the the school teachers telling the misfit who's the most powerful man in the world, like, you gotta do this. And he goes, No, that's stupid. And then yeah. they're like, No, you gotta do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. And he does it. And it's not that funny. I mean, it can be, but it's not that funny because you already know going in what's going to happen because it's being set up what he's going to subvert by what the teachers are saying. Right. When you're getting super standard lockstep, uh, uh, I guess, information or um, what do they call that? The exposition. And it's being delivered to a side character. You never know whether or not that side character is going to have to play out the formula exactly as you would expect. That's what makes the subversion of it funny. So when you have the beat cop or the beat detective that's in Millionaire, and he's the one getting all the information, and you're following him trying to solve this crime through very traditional methods, that's what makes it funny when fucking Millionaire Boy comes in and steamrolls <laughs> through the fucking parade. Because you didn't see him get told about the parade. He right. just doesn't give a fuck. So you watch him doing it his way through his own mind and his own planning, you know, yeah. methods. And it's funny because it always ends up fucking up what the beat detective had going. Yep. Yeah. Agree. I mean, that's like basically, I mean, there's a lot of detail that surrounds it, but that is the plot synopsis of all of these episodes. Yeah, yeah. it really is. For yeah. right now, yeah. At least there's for now. Little, Correct. And, but at the same time, there's a little bit of heart. There's a little bit of character development. Yep, yeah, there is. Yeah, there and, is. In like in ways that you typically don't get, which is well, in ways that are subtle and becoming of character development. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't have a scene where a guy sat down and said, "You see that fucking guy over there? He's hard shit. <laughs> he used to shit out nails in prison. I saw him get stabbed exactly thirty-two times by the yeah. warden and punch him forty-six times back. Was it Julius Caesar? In Jesus five point two five minutes flat. Oh my wow, god, that's, that's a record. And you're like, wow, those are all numbers. Yeah, that he has big numbers. That's cool because you told me that it's cool. 
I don't know why it's cool. I don't see how that's relevant to even the situation at hand. But the, boy, is that cool? No, I agree. I mean, the this this show is like genuinely good in that way. Is that for the most part, it does a pretty good job of showing, not telling. Yeah, for the most yeah, part. Yeah. For the most part, sure. Yeah. In a in a genre and a in a general like uh, format where the second somebody puts something in their mouth, they have to screech at the top of their lungs what they think about it, and it's mm-hmm. always delicious. It's mm-hmm. always delicious. <laughs> everything they put in their mouth is the most delicious fucking thing they've ever eaten in their goddamn life. You have to know it. You have to shatter your fucking drink glass with the the tone you get when they screech, OEG, so good. Fuck speaking you, people. Of, speaking of things we need to know, I'm going to finish the plot. Oh, whatever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> to, I be know honest, to be honest, I think it would, because uh, we, we were having this discussion beforehand. This show's good. I mean, uh, this show's really fucking good. Yeah, it is so good. incredibly fucking good. It doesn't deserve to be on this podcast. Hey, hey, hey! Shut up! You but shut so, like, up. genuinely, genuinely, maybe we shouldn't spoil the whole thing. Well, it's not the whole thing. Yeah, it's well, three episodes. But yeah, I know. But like, well, here, I'll, I'll make you a deal. We'll actually do what's called a synopsis, where we don't explain every fucking joke. That way, there's a point to actually watch the episode. But, 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 but. Janabi, explains literally every detail of every scene. Maybe we should have done that. Ethan, I know. I, I think I just want to give them a general I have, gist. I don't know. I have about. ruined this for myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Ethan, just continue with your brief synopsis yes. of so, the... The, the basically yeah, the millionaire reroutes all of the like the lights all the like traffic lights and stuff like that and all the traffic within the city so that they can use the shelby to catch up um oh sorry we skipped a little bit he buys the shelby off of the the arab prince mm-hmm. and he uses the shelby to catch up with the bomb i know it's a good joke we're avoiding them jw <laughs> i know it is a good joke <laughs> don't explain every good joke in it i agree so um, anyway, they use the Shelby to catch up and they end up forcing the van to get onto a bridge that, you know, like raises, it's like a split bridge. So like raises up and, um, they immediately follow up behind the van that is raising up on this bridge and the Shelby is used to push the van into the river. But before it gets pushed into the river, the good cop, the, you know, actual main character, I guess you could say climbs from the Shelby into the van and gets the woman out. The uh, the chump guy had already jumped out by that point. Like he jumped out a long time before that. <laughs> Another good that joke. Yeah. Another yeah. great joke. <laughs> Another good joke. Yes. Um. So he was long gone. So he gets the the woman out of there. And she slides down the bridge. And then this joke I will share because I do actually think it is a good example of like the characterization that JW was talking about. Is that you know the van already exploded in the water you know there's rain kind of everywhere and oh, you the, the millionaire looks over the bridge edge and finds the the beat cop hanging by his last like four fingers onto the bridge and you're like oh now he's gonna like you know help him up like you know this is like a bonding moment where like he respects him a little bit more um but then you just see the millionaire like give the the smallest wry smirk. smile yeah yep. it's a smirk right yeah, yeah whatever yeah, yeah. and like <laughs> and then it just cuts to a wide angle shot uh well it cuts to his fingers falling off the bridge and then a wide angle shot of the <laughs> cop just fucking hitting the river and uh he just lets him fall, he just lets him fall yeah and i know like, i was like not a when small it, bridge when it when no. it showed when it showed his fingers in the last scene right before he fell i was like and here's where i see the hand extend to grab on 
And then I never saw that hand extend. And I was like, yeah. no, no. And then he just dropped. And the thing is, too, he's that such like, a fucking asshole. He's like a colossal dickhead. And I and I love it. But like that's that little smile, too, is like so many, so many anime would have him like reach out and grab him and then come up with like a book, a reason for like why he helped him. Or even, even like the slightly <laughs> than average anime would be like, he won't change his facial expression because he's a fucking hard ass and he lets yeah. him fall anyway. This yeah, one, you, you see, he has a character. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like yeah, he's, he's not soulless. He's got a character and he chose yeah. to do that. Yeah, and so that's what that, makes him likable. Yeah, that little as it that is. little smirk showed you that he chose to let that man fall for that reason. Yes, like, yep, yeah, you're and it's fucking funny. And now you like him. That's what's yeah. so fucking crazy. But now you like him because before <laughs> he was just a walking like wallet, and you know there were some cool things. But overall, I think I wasn't a, a, a totally sold on the character yet. No, no, no. That that was it. That was the selling. Yeah, point. that's like yeah. okay. These people know how to write a fucking asshole. And not make him too much of an asshole. So that's episode one. Um, <clears throat> episode by episode two, Millionaire joins the cop ranks formally. It's his first day on the job. He like walks himself into their like basically closet of a department. Yeah. And uh, I mean, there's like computers and stuff, but like the chairs are squeaky and stuff like that. They're clearly the backwater, right? Um, and the beat cops boss is like, okay, you're gonna go out like on your first day of work. Um. Uh, actually, excuse me. No, 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 that's not how that happens. He tells uh, the beat cop to go out and like handle some things. And it's what was the original actual reason why he went out? I don't remember. I don't think it matters. I don't remember either. I don't think it matters. Like, I, I, I'm not saying that's bad. I just literally don't think it matters why I left. Yeah. And the millionaire follows him and he's like, OK, hey, you know, you don't need to follow me. MC says to the million, millionaire millionaire is like, no, I'm going to come with like, shut up. I'm doing this. We're partners. <laughs> And um, yeah, he just chooses him as his partner. He's like, nope, I'm going to follow you. Take me to the crime scene. He literally yep. like, take me to the crime scene. <laughs> so they, um, they're, they walk past these street performers while they're out and about. <clears throat> and they are like doing their like, you know, whatever, like street performers do. And the millionaire gives them money. And they're like, oh, fuck yeah. Like that's, you know, that's all we wanted. And the joke here was, and this is like a small thing. It's not like a big one. The the joke is that like the beat cops, like if you give them too much money, then like they won't have any inspiration to like keep honing their craft. It's not like they actually just want money. And then he's immediately cut off <laughs> by like a thousand yen is placed into the hat of one of them. And they're like, Oh my God, it's a thousand yen note. Like, fuck this. Let's go like drink or something. I don't think it's drink. It's something else, but it, no, um, it is go drinking. Let's go drinking. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, um, I don't remember what it was, but one of them makes an illusion during the performance that they are on drugs or using drugs or selling them, something like that. No, and it's just that they were a little kooky. Yeah, oh, was that it? They never yeah. really reference it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, no, because it, it comes out of nowhere when he says, when he asked them about uh, mescaline, which is the... Which the is drug. the drug, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a the real drug, catches. by the way. They didn't have to make up some fucking space cocaine garbo. Uh, I is... prefer Satan's cotton candy. That's what I'm into. <laughs> Satan's. It's, it's very floss? fast. It was it was Ugh. easy to say. So the uh, devil's floss. That's devil's like floss is good. That sounds good. <laughs> um. So anyway, um, they take these dudes into uh, like interrogation cells and start interrogating them. Like, who's your dealer? Kind of shit. And um, the beat cop is laughing at the millionaire because the millionaire is doing the interrogation and basically says, like, listen, I'll just give you a fuckload of money if you, like, tell me who your dealer is. But you have to out, 
your like partner in order to do so. It's like classic, you know, prisoner's dilemma, right? Except for in this case, the the millionaire, or whatever, is just like, I will give you fuck you money to out your buddy and his. <laughs> And like the partner's like, oh, I'm not going to do it. Like I've been working with this guy for years. Technically it's the opposite. What he says is I'm going to give you fuck you money. However, I'm only giving it to the first person to confess. Oh, that yeah. was it. Yeah, yeah it. so it's, it's actual game theory then. Like it's actual prisoner dilemma. It, it's technically prisoner's dilemma both ways. It's just the difference is that in one case you want them both to confess. And in the other, you don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, the B cop walks away like, yeah, fuck you. That's never going to work. Like, you know, interrogation is like a battle of the minds and like it's, it's intimate. A melding he, of the hearts. That well, was a it. melding of the hearts because specifically the, the Lieutenant who's yep. interrogating the other guy is basically just trying to make him fucking cry <laughs> by bringing up all the, all the people he loves that he's betrayed. Disappointing. Yeah. And he's like, think of what your mother would feel like if she knew you were on drugs and stuff. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty sure they play the exact same sad piano music they play when the deputy is faking a death from the, Oh my gun. God. That's so good. <laughs> it's so fucking good. So anyway, like that guy, the, uh, the Lieutenant ends up getting his like confession, right? Because he makes the, the dealer feel bad. And uh, you're like, oh, hey, cool. Like, that totally worked. And then, like, you pan back over to them walk. Like, the millionaire comes out, and you're like, oh, you know, like, clearly that didn't work. And then you hear from the room the other guy go, wait, when is the money going to? Oh, my God, it's already here. Like, yeah. so he, like, clearly took the deal. Um, Although, a fun little bit from there. Uh, hey, the sad hey, mer- No, 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 it's fine. Cause the All sad right. version worked faster. Which, yes, it did. Uh, just as a thing, another one of those instances of they're using this character effectively. His shit, his way isn't always the best way. Yeah. Agree. Yeah, I, works, I do agree with that. But it's not always the best. Yep. Yeah. Which is a, a nice way of making sure that he stays a character and not a stupid meme. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And for the record, something that is definitely worth noting is it's not like they even comment on that. Like no, they don't. They you did just, not just, say that at all. Yeah, it's just that they open the door. They're out there first. They have about two point five seconds to attempt to talk shit about him before he walks out with the same information. Yep. Yeah. So his way works. It wasn't faster. Yeah. Yeah. And no one made a, like a real comment on it. Past like no, MC being no. like, "Fuck you! You shouldn't just pay people off." It's but just like, a little thing whatever. you catch on to. That helps you understand that this is a realistic kind of world, just with a very unrealistic character. Agreed. So, anyway, they get a lead about some model, some uh, male model that, like, seems to be the dealer. <clears throat> but they find out that this guy it must have, like, a higher dealer on top of that, because his stuff is 95% clean. And um, they do a lot of stakeouts. They team up with this like journalist, like, you know, like a paparazzi kind of journalist that mm-hmm. follows this model around and they like do a lot of stakeouts and they eventually find out that there's going to be a party where the actual dealer will be. Um, and he's like one of the head of the, like crime families, right? Yeah. The so, real, no, no, he's, he's just some pop star. Really? The difference he's, is that he's I'm pretty sure about, he was a, he's talking about the party was for the rest of the crime group. So the, the pop star was getting, was hooked up with somebody to make sure that it was 95% clean mescaline. Ethan's right. And yeah, then, so yeah. the party, but the party wasn't just the pop star. It was like a bunch of crime syndicate Correct. people. Well, That's why it was a mess. And it was a bunch of pop idol people who just happened yeah. to be using Yeah, 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 yeah sure. Exactly. 
fun. It wasn't like a fucking meeting of the minds of the no, criminal no, no, enterprise. No. It, it was just a party that yeah, happened it, to have that person there. It's implied to be like a drug orgy kind of thing for like yeah, the elite. Yeah. It'd be like a Jeffrey Epstein without all the pedophilia. Right. So slightly older. <laughs> but whatever. We're talking about pop idols here, man. They didn't need to say it out loud. Those kids aren't exactly of age. Oh no. Most of the time. <laughs> so um anyway, the beat cop goes in and he basically poses as one of the people that were supposed to be at the party and he steals this like the uh the like the the get up that the person from that party would have had. He looks like he's like wearing a green suit, right? Yeah. And uh, he goes in pretending to be that dude, and then he steals the phone from the guy that is like the actual dealer. And um, on his way out, he ends up getting caught. But the journalist shows up in a mascot disguise and helps the cop escape. And the the cop is like, "Why the fuck are you here? Like, you were not involved in this at all. Like, thank you for what you were doing before, but this is stupid." And they rush to the 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 uh, roof of the building they're in. And the cops like, this is dumb. Why are we going to the roof? Like, we're not going to be able to get away now. And like, cool as cucumber, the journalist takes off his mascot hat when he gets upstairs, and he's like, yeah. So like, when do I get my money? <laughs> and like, clearly he's being paid off by the millionaire. And the millionaire shows up, saves day using a helicopter, um, catches every single person that was at that party. Um, and then the end of episode two, and there's there's some good jokes in there, but like, end of episode two, um they go to a symposium together, the millionaire and the beat cop. Um, episode three, uh, they go to the millionaire mom's house. And um, uh, I think it's his, is it his mom uh, or his grandma? It's his mom. It's I thought his it was mom, his mom. I'm pretty sure. She okay. speaks like a grandma. Like, or damn it, she speaks like a, a mom. But uh, yeah. anyway, it, it's like a little funny, it's like a small funny bit in there where it's like. Uh, and the more great character development. Agreed. Yes, this is I would say this is the time where you get more than just little smirks for like the millionaire's character development and you get like actual humility shown by the character, which is cool. Like, it's not like he is actually but only because his mom's a fucking hard. No, it is, like, it, I love it. It is. Yeah, it seems. Well, from Wikipedia, it says grandmother. So that's All why right, I'm whatever. Okay, okay. Grandma it is then. Either but, way, uh, authority figure in his life, yes, yeah, which we'll is surprising that. considering how much flagrant disregard for any kind of authority he normally seems <laughs> Correct. to have. So they, at one point in time, it's like the B-cop is like, hey, you know, he's a great partner to work with, but sometimes we have problems with like how he spends his money and it makes people feel a little uncomfortable, which for the record is just him imposing his ideology on like the rest of the group. Because it's only him that has the problem. No one else really seems to care. And like immediately without thinking, the grandma is like, what are you doing wrong? And like very shortly berates the millionaire and is like, you don't make your like anyone in the workplace uncomfortable. And he's like, yep, sure thing. She she just she just fucking scolds him no matter what it is. Like she has no idea what he's even talking about. Just Just the mere idea that he had anything to say about his like thing. it was wrong it was wrong you have to fix that you hear what he's saying fucking fix it junior fix your shit it's <laughs> and great. for the record he it. was like he, yeah and then he just stands there taking it yeah because he, you you see it in how he reacts and how you know he isn't normally reacting or yep. how he would normally react that you know he's fucking scared of this lady yeah or at least or at like very, or at the very least yeah like yeah. very much respects her sure yeah well he doesn't respect her enough to actually do it no, I, I think he does do it to a certain extent. 
like, think, I, I not, think at not, the end of the day, he, he was, do he was telling her what she wanted to hear because he well, knew the conversation the is, wasn't going to yeah, get anywhere. I think what, what, he's, what he starts to do after this point is maybe start to to take his partner a little more seriously. But you're right. He still he still throws money around like it's nobody's business. Yeah, and I think yeah. he's just hoping that his partner just it you know acquiesces to that. And then that, that way he, had, he had a minor complaint. And the grandma instantly went, okay, you're doing something wrong. You're wrong. Change it. You're a fucking wrong boy. Bad boy. Bad and wrong boy. he's just like, all right, whatever, grandma. He doesn't really give a shit what she's saying. He's just going to agree with her. I, so I do agree with stop that. stop fucking bringing it up. I, I do agree with that. But I think it's the – so he doesn't literally do what his GMI asked him to do. But it's more like he he took the leap of like – not just being a fucking tool after this point because well, honestly I, the yeah. b-cop was a dick he shouldn't have brought it up then there was the no problem, point to the, bring it up no sure but i think the problem with that argument is that why did he become a cop in the first place the b-cop or the millionaire the millionaire okay. i think oh, the thing is is that he was bored being a better at the beginning Kind of said that he was bored. Like the whole the beginning montage was just that. I don't he, think he ever says that he's bored. I bet they're also going to just change that as we go. You know. No, I, I I think that's what's being hinted at is that he has actually really real and good reasons for trying to be a cop, and they're related to the fact that clearly one of his family members knows that he can be a huge flippant asshole. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he is actually legitimately trying to be better. But he was trying to be better from the beginning when he signed up to be a cop. This specific complaint is just like he doesn't give a shit because it's she's just gonna fucking yell at him no matter what it is. Yeah, that, yeah, that guy could that guy could say he served him fucking coffee three degrees too hot and she'd fucking rocket a pot at his head. True. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess the only reason why I was bringing it up is this marks a turning point in the character relationship. Yeah, yeah it is. It does. It does, and it's good character development that doesn't need to be slapped in my face yeah no and it's not either like the the changes that happen are relatively speaking subtle and yeah. it's not just them working together because like this is the first episode where you see them like deliberately working together because even in episode two they're sort of antagonistically together like they're they're yeah. running parallel they're not actually running on the same path and no. in this case episode two is my favorite too because all the cop work that beat cop does is very real and very effective. And again, I'm like very glad that it worked because yeah. it should have worked. Yeah. Because that, that's another thing that could have been really bad about this anime is they could have done the, the thing of like, oh, it's all wheels within wheels and incalculable, you know, <laughs> fucking plots and, and figures. No, it's just a fucking rich guy selling mescaline to a bunch of goddamn idols. Yeah, having agree. sex orgies. It's not yeah. fucking rocket science. Mm -hmm. And, and for that same reason, I'm not going to go into details on episode three of what literally happens, because the thing that does happen is the two of them working together, and the millionaire gives the B-cop at least a, a modicum of respect by trusting the B-cop's instinct. Yes. So, like, and that's the that's the actual takeaway from episode three. It, does, it literally doesn't matter what happens, because yeah. the B-cop is correct, and the millionaire facilitates that correctness. Yeah, he, he knows when he's out of his element, and he defers to the B-cop. Yeah, which is not something a renegade asshole with too much time on his hands would do. Yeah, and it's yeah. great because nobody has to sit there. Like again, typical anime way of doing this would have been: there's a bunch of cops on the outside, and they're like watching what's happening. Like some of the the first the first division guys would be. Yeah, like, yeah. Man, he's not 
He's not going in on his own? That's so strange. Why is he wondering? Why does he care what Kato has to say or whatever that fucking guy's name is? Yeah, it's Kato. You were right. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. Why, is it, why, oh do he, God. why does he Look care what Kato you. has to say? Kato is a degenerate, like, worthless boy who, I guess we can talk about this, uh, was involved in a shooting and apparently feels really bad about it. And I guess now all of his cop buddies think he's just like a worthless pussy or something? No, no. So the whole thing was, the incident is like, they, he ran and he accidentally shot uh, like one of the-, the But it wasn't an accident. That lady was trying to shoot him. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I didn't really he, get that. That he became weird. psychologically unable to fire the gun. And right. so he that's demoted. Fine. But the, so you meet, you meet the guy in the first division that he used to work with, the guy with red hair that you see in like episode one and three. Yeah. The guy yeah. that was on the bomb threat. And you can tell that he doesn't think he's a worthless man. He just understands that he's going through some stuff and he can't deal with it. Like you can yeah. tell, like you can tell that he has to tell him that, no, this is first division. Like this is our I guess. place. I, but by yeah, the time no, he, he's torn about it, I get yeah. that. Yeah, the and then, was, why then was he, he fired? Why was he demoted? Uh, because he was unable. I guess because he was psychologically unable to fire his gun, and so therefore he was unable to do his I, job. I'm not bit. sure that's why, because the way they talk about it, well, that seems how, like what they're trying to chastise him for is not for being unable to shoot; it's for shooting wrong. Well, yeah. So he he shot a suspect, and then it said he's well. So Daisuke says. Like you're basically not he, like um, the the millionaire says like you're not able to fire your gun now after shooting that suspect. Like he ba- yeah. he lays it out at the end of episode two, right? And right. so then you see the chief at the end of episode three after everything goes down. It doesn't matter what happens, but the whole the whole everything goes down. Everything's resolved, and then the chief of the old first division just kind of looks at him, gives him a small smile, and says, "Hey, good job." Like kind of yeah. like hoping Which he is gets weird. back, hoping he gets back on the right path because I think they respect Kato like what he used to be capable of yeah. and they're all just kind of disappointed that he's he's found himself in this rut where he sure where- sure when i first saw the bit the first thing i thought was oh he fucked up he wasn't supposed to shoot that person and in typical like japanese style someone's got to take the fall so they just made it him and that nobody really thinks he did anything wrong necessarily but he got to get to like somebody's got to take the axe here yeah and that was why later on, when he was actually in a similar situation, the chief was like, hey, good job. You didn't fuck up. Yeah. Like, nothing went wrong, so nobody needs to get, nobody needs mm, to take the fall. That could be it. That, that made sense to me. But now you're, the way you're pointing it out, it also makes sense, which is that, like, hey, similar to the situation that happened in episode three, they wanted him to shoot. They yeah. were perfectly okay with him shooting that extra person. Yeah, but because he psychologically doesn't want to do it anymore, or thinks that maybe he thinks what he did was wrong. Yeah, they, exactly. They maybe that's him what, for that. Yeah, maybe that's what he's struggling with. Like he thinks what he did is wrong, and because he's not, you know, right. geared up psychologically anymore, then they had to demote yeah. him because he wasn't able to be up to standards of the first division. Not necessarily yeah, a cop yeah. in general, but the first division standards, which is what I think. Yes, yeah. because right, right. So, and just so we're clear here. We have two very good arguments for this. We're talking about it. It's not very clear. Nobody had to slap me in the face with it. And, and, here's the fucking kicker. I want to watch more to find out. It's almost like crazy fucking idea. This is how you write. What? No. Uh, Shut him down. Shut him down. This is not... Now, I I understand that this is like... This is definitely a fucking diamond. Not even a diamond in the rough. This is just a straight-up fucking diamond. (laughs) Um, Yeah, of bad anime. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no. But, like, look. I get it. Writing is hard. 
but this, at least to an extent, should be the minimum. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I, Not- I get it. Like, if the what when I say minimum, what I mean is that like you're you're designing scenes in this way. I get it that not everyone's so talented that they can make a character like the millionaire detective work. Because yeah. I can definitely picture an anime where I'm watching these exact same things happening, story-wise, but I hate the millionaire. Yeah, oh yeah. 100%. And that that takes real talent to make that guy likable. That's that's where like just the raw fucking artistic talent comes in. But yeah. like just pure like by the numbers writing chops, that is minimum. The fact that you have character moments like that that are shown and not told and not slapped you yeah, that's, slapped that's, in the fucking that's face, all, that should be minimal. All I ask for, and I think all we ask for as a, as a podcast and as yeah. a whole, I hope other people want, is just to be able to experience a show without being told everything. I like learning about characters from things that happen, not things they exposit to me. It's right. so much more refreshing to see their character traits play out and to understand where they're coming from without every five seconds someone stopping and go, hey, did you know that he used to be on the first division and then uh, he shot a suspect and he wasn't able to fire his gun and now he's stuck here and uh, his partner's this way and he's a millionaire and this is exactly yeah. why he does and, what he and does. And some of that was exposited, kind sure. of, but it was but, at appropriate times. It was yeah. paced correctly. I- imagine... I, I don't want to talk about the scene, but like, just imagine in the middle of these climactic scenes, you got a fucking white border vignette flashback to him yeah. shooting that lady in yeah, the airport. Exactly. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, Agreed. I can't, I can't stand when people will apologize for that kind of shitty writing in things that are otherwise very well produced. Yep. Like, perfect fucking example. My Hero Academia is constant flashback. Such, su- such a. Uh, I have a phrase that I use, which is that it's a, it's a it's a twenty fucking gallon tub of vanilla ice cream. <laughs> there is absolutely nothing interesting going on in this tub. There's but just boy, a lot is there a fucking yeah, lot of it? It's a lot of it. <laughs> so you know what? Sometimes I want to sit down. I want to eat some vanilla ice cream. I get that. That's fine. You're not yeah. dumb if you like My Hero Academia. But it's vanilla fucking ice cream. Yeah. It's paint by numbers. Mm-hmm. It is not special. It is not new. It is not unique. It has nothing really going for it other than it's well produced. And there's just enough artistic talent and pacing in there to make the characters, I wouldn't even say likable so much as followable. No, there's very, yeah, yeah followable so, is a good word. So when you, when you had a, car- a moment like this, like if, if this was a fight scene in, in My Hero... And they do that that dog shit that they do, where they have to either by explaining or showing, just in the middle of an action sequence. Yeah, they will cut away to some fuck sticks in the stands talking about some dog shit I don't need to know or that I already know. Please, for the love of God, stop doing it. <laughs> stop. Wait, so that means you like Hunter Hunter? No, what? Hunter but, Hunter has the same. But they don't flashback. They just they they talk over the entire. Yeah, they just talk. Is that better? It's just, it's just slightly better paced Dragon Ball Z. It's not fucking rocket science. I and you know the the crazy thing with Hunter Hunter too is like it is good enough in other ways to to make me want to watch Hunter Hunter. And I don't I don't pick it up unless other people are watching it. But like I still have fun while watching Hunter Hunter. Yeah, Hunter God, Hunter is what I call so much- a glorious disappointment. In which you see, you can see the wheels turning in like this man's brain where he's like, yeah, shonen genres, I could subvert these for some like easy, for some easy, interesting characters. Sure. 
It's like cool. It's like so like you see the formula, you see the code. Now's your chance to manipulate it to get what you want. And he does sometimes. Yeah. And other times he paints by the fucking numbers. Yeah, I mean, that is... Why can't you just do it all the time? And that doesn't mean I want every single scene to be this, like, fucking edgy subversion of reality. What I mean is that some of the tropes of shonen and anime in general are crutches for production reasons. When you put those tropes in, but you don't have production problems, it doesn't make any fucking sense. The reason you cut away in the middle of a fight, traditionally, was that the fight was very expensive to animate. <laughs> if you're in a 3D anime, and the, the fucking things are cheap, thrown together shit, and you cut away in the middle of an action sequence, what are you fucking doing? It's like what are you saving money screen. for? Yeah. Yeah, I well, love that's that. the joke, yeah. That's yeah, the it's joke. literally the joke, yeah. Oh, God, all that shit was so expensive. So expensive. Do you remember all that stuff? Can you oh, imagine man. filming that? <laughs> Studio don't have budget for that. Like, look, you wrote the scene. Write it around your budget. Don't be a fucking idiot. Yeah. Or if you do have the budget, don't write in pace crashing bits in the middle of your fight for no fucking reason other than it's what yeah, people do. Fights can't be fights unless there's a story. Oh my god. <laughs> we talked about that already, yeah, right? Because that was we fucking did. infuriating. Well, I brought it up. I mean, again, <laughs> what he's saying is 100% right. Fights can't be fights unless there's a story behind it. Or a character, at least. Yeah. Do not put it in the middle of the fight! <laughs> if you haven't established the character or the story before the fight, you are the one who <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. Hundo if this thing you're showing me is 100% necessary to the character of the fight, you uh, should, fucked up yeah, by not it. having it earlier. Uh, I should have seen it way earlier. I got you. Holy <laughs> shit, people. All right. Well, now that we've talked about uh, an anime that seems to be quite good, and uh, maybe you at home or in the future as well to see where this one's going, uh, nonetheless, we'll follow the formula, and we'll move on to an <laughs> equally good in all the wrong ways anime, at least from our perspective, uh, Gibiate. Uh, Jay, just summarize episode one to three of Gibiate for those who have followed along or for those who oh, have not. <laughs> Gibiate is a fucking treat. From the diseased brain of somebody who I think <laughs> might have some sort of vision problem. Like, I can just imagine that there's, like, purple contacts in his eyes. Because the color palette of this thing <laughs> is fucking bizarre. He puts oh, little, like, purple war paint under everybody's eyes. Yeah. No, 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 only the people, only the people from the past. It's like Dr. Yeah, Stone. Yeah, it is only yeah. the people from the past. I very don't get that no. shit. That shit's either. fucking weird. <laughs> it freaked me out. And that's before we talk about the CG monsters, which are whoo, big <laughs> fucking stinkers. God damn. Uh, okay, so yeah, uh, plot. Uh, the very first episode opens with just the most anime lady of all time giving her what what do they call it like captain's log into a into a yeah, video. Yeah, essentially. It's it's very found footage attempted. And basically, this is their opportunity to exposit the background of the plot to you. Fine, whatever. At least you're giving me something that's, at least according to some people, is attractive to look at. <laughs> um, 
So she's explaining that, okay, it's the year 20 modern day. I think it is 2020 or 2019 or something like 2029. that. 2029. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry, 2029. In the year 2029. Everything's been peaceful since World War II. I want to make sure you know that. It's important. <laughs> that was a weird-ass poll, by the way. <laughs> Fucking two minutes in, you're bringing up World War II. Maybe don't bring that up. <laughs> we, we've been a peaceful nation for 60 years. Gee, uh, let, me, let me roll back the clock. What was 60 years ago? Oh, whoops! <laughs> Boy, you went out with a bang! Anyway, <laughs> um, whoopsie doodle! The war crime... Anyway, uh, so she's explaining that in the year 2029, there's this disease that happens, much like coronavirus. Um, and it spreads like wildfire, but otherwise it's just a disease. Then, after a little bit, after the disease has basically spread everywhere, it mutates into a new thing that turns people into monsters. Okay, anime. Great, I get it. Um, they turn into horrible CGI monstrosities that are yeah. basically chimeras, but they won't call them that because that would be too good of a pull. They are give me yeah, I guess that's Italian for just some shit. I, I, I don't know. Is that Japanese? I don't even the, know. The virus is known as Gibeah. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, it's called the Gibeah virus. Yeah. They said it started in Italy, so I thought it was supposed to be like an Italian-sounding name at the very least. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I but whatever. I, doesn't matter. That turns them into monsters. Cool. Uh, and then it says, okay, the world went to shit after that. Great. Okay, I understand my premise immediately. Uh, I forget exactly how they introduce her and the old man, um, but basically, oh no, no, they, they hard cut from this to 16th century samurai in a boat. Just hard cut. No idea what the fuck and, I'm looking at anymore. And it's great too, because like, I wasn't surprised at all. And like, I didn't even think about that hard cut. I was like, yeah, we're going back in time. Like, you're so used to this garbage. Well, no, it's also because we just read what, like, that, like it. it Oh yeah, we read the synopsis. So I was just like, yeah, of course, we're going back in time. Like, here we go. But like, Like, again, hard cut. How to not establish a scene? We're on a boat in the middle of the fucking ocean, which means there is no indication of what time it is. Like, the ocean is timeless. When you look at the waves, that could be any century's waves. The boat's wood, great, and there's a guy paddling it. But like, I don't, I. Right off the bat, I have no idea where I am, and it seems like you just intentionally picked the most obtuse place you could so that I would know nothing about where I am. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. Great way to set a fucking scene, idiot. So there's two people in the boat, and the guy with the squeakiest wood paddle paddling their asses through what looks like a full-blown goddamn squall. How is he controlling this boat? Who would send him out like they looked at the rain clouds and went, nah, you can beat it. Motherfucker, even if this is a river, you are not going to end up where you want to. He's just, he's paddling it like a gondola and he's easily just navigating like 12 foot waves. You are an absolute fucking idiot. You are all going to die. Anyway, the two hard asses in the boat strike up a conversation because apparently it was only halfway through the river that they realized there was another person there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I hate and of them. course, they also already knew each other. So yep. fuck uh, yep. you twice. <laughs> so they go, hey, John, what's up, Bill? Haven't seen you in a while. Not no. since the war, eh? Yeah. Even... What happened to your side in the war? You uh, we fucking mixed. 
Turkey lost, bro. What <laughs> side happened to your side? Well, obviously we won. There's only two fucking <laughs> sides. No, but but what made it even better is it a it was it wasn't hey John it was hey you're John aren't you? Yeah, yep, that's me. I've heard of you. Didn't we fight on the same yeah, battlefield and, and, and know and everything about each other? But also he was like, hey, why are you here? Why are you getting exiled? Your team won, didn't they? Yep. And he turned yep. like, why are you? Why are you here? He's like, well, I well, was dating I this lost. Girl. No, no, he, he was. I was dating this girl, and then I killed this magistrate. Oh well, I guess I'm here now. It was yeah. <laughs> like he was dating a girl, then killed a man, and he's like, I'm, why I'm here didn't now. they meet in jail? <laughs> that would have told us something. Did nope. you um? I, I feel like we've been dancing around the subject here, but did anyone just get like hard Skyrim vibes off of that? Like, <laughs> like, like they're going to meet in jail. Like they're on the same boat. Like, Hey, aren't you John? And they're like, Oh, you're finally awake. Like I, I literally I thought of it. I haven't watched the Skyrim meme enough. I don't know exactly what they say on the cart, but yeah, it is literally like wake up on the cart to yeah. your shit right now. Like they, they even got on the boat together. They're in the middle of the fucking yeah, ocean. They, they were put on the boat together and they got halfway across this yes o- not ocean but maybe it is part of the ocean to an island but halfway <laughs> between mainland and an oh island nobody said a word and then all of a sudden you went that's you it go. you're bill and aren't i, don't, like, and I yep. don't know where they're going <laughs> I, you know i could believe some of it too like i like i've been on an elevator before where like i don't want to talk to someone but maybe hey I john for the county yeah. Why are you here? Why are you in exile? Oh, uh, I fucked the boss's wife. Oh, you man, you should have done that. Uh, how come you're here? Did, weren't you on the winning side of the merger? Yeah, yeah, I am the boss. Yeah, but I. Yeah, he just says yeah and looks at the buttons. <laughs> yep. What is this fucking robot talk? And like a people petty, don't do this. A, a petty, uh. petty critique of mine. I love watching people in a boat, like just a boat with like, <laughs> there are three people on the boat and there's one fucker with a paddle. Why are you like, rowing, bitch? Yeah, exactly. Like when he didn't bring any for anyone else, like are these guys so <laughs> I mean, he important. Has, he's an exile, you just have a leisurely fucking like boat ride. I don't know, like, but that's not the most, like I can imagine a rowboat. No, he has one oar oh and he's standing on the back which is meant to like steer it, but he's paddling it's the whole thing. So fucking squeaky. <laughs> Every motion I hear it. Oh, chirping God. in the background. Oh my God. While I hear about the war. What a wonderful scene. War. Uh, hey, uh, Jay, can you tell us about the time travel? <laughs> oh, right. Uh, as, as, ex- as expected, their boat tips over and they fucking drown. <laughs> they fall They fall into All you see is this man. So the only other time you see the purple besides under their eye is right before they fall into the, <laughs> the ocean. Yeah. It's a purple light comes up from the ocean. They go up and over a wave down and then they're in the, in the 2030 or 2029 or whatever. Well, the Kool-Aid seas are rough today. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, they don't so even, then, they don't even and then it. nothing, nothing, nothing indicating any kind of time travel. They just fall in the fucking water. And they wake up in a reservoir in this new world of 2029, 2030. And they're just like, Am I in heaven? Wow, heaven's got some big ass fucking buildings, doesn't it? Heaven kind of well, sucks, John. 
Yeah, yeah heaven right, sucks. Though. Good thing we speak the language, though. Good thing the yeah. language hasn't changed in six hundred years. Well, oh, you know what? yeah, that what would I, annoyed me. What I will, what I will, it, it was really stupid. What I will. Give oh, they say word. domo instead yeah, of it's, son. It's, it's, what it's, are you guys from sixteen ten? No, but they, but they also they mention it. The one character, and it's the only time it's brought up, is they go, "What well, is uh is twice." It's like, wow, you guys speak a little differently. But then John and Bill are both like. I understood about like half of what he said. So they, they try, I'm not saying it, it worked, but at least they tried to reference the fact yeah, that yeah, they were they, clearly they some sort of language barrier, even though, yeah, it's the same language. But it's like, if Ben Franklin were to come try to talk to me today, I'm sure I wouldn't understand most of what he was saying because it would right. be in old English and I would just not know what but he was trying are, to yeah. get at me. They only say they don't understand most of what he says, but it's clear they understand everything he says. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what because I mean. They, they always to. respond to him. <laughs> that's what I mean. They they tried to reference it. It's clearly it's fucking, they didn't care. <laughs> it's so fucking incompetent. It, it like it happened so fast too that like I could not get over it, and it took like a cool thirty seconds or like forty five seconds for them to be like, "Oh, that's why you sound different." Not no one. No one literally was like, "What did you just say?" Like there was, there was yeah, none. Yeah, no, yeah, it doesn't know. happen. No, the only, the only thing, the only thing, like it's like they know what happened to how people spoke in the Edo period because yeah. they were like, oh, we were about like three redo or some some measurement word like you know you would use at sea back in the old time like we were three yeah, but redo nobody blinks. Yeah, no, and she was like, oh. oh, by the way, you're talking. Yeah, I believe you're time traveler. Sure, why not? That makes a lot of sense. You're talking like an idiot. What? Yeah, what? The, how do you? They, know they how fucking brush talk? it off too. Like. <laughs> Like the goddamn writer of the story was one of the fucking uh, <laughs> reviewers. You know, Starts the, off the, on the goddamn back foot. The second somebody says that, they're like, "Oh yeah, I believe your time travelers." I mean, <laughs> there's a there's a disease turning people into monsters. So you know, that's literally what's a, that's. Literally Are you what fucking what kidding said, me? That's literally what a guy said. He's like, "Well, the Gibby exists, so why not have time travelers?" And that's I'm like sorry, such what? a. Are you they could have chosen. <laughs> they could have chosen. Like, okay, there are. I am getting to the point where I like. If someone walked up to me and was like, "I'm a time traveler," I would be like, "Okay, <laughs> prove it." Like, listen, I'll bite. Some like I, I've seen enough. Like if like if zombies hit tomorrow, yeah, I'd be like, yeah. yeah, I like I know how to respond to this. Like I'm not saying I believe it, but at least I know how to respond. And like I could handle them being like, okay, there's time travel, but justifying it with the idea that there is a disease, a pathogen that affects yeah. the globe has <laughs> nothing to do with it. Yeah. Like it's and a like, scientist you know is currently <laughs> trying to find a, a vaccine, and you're just like, yeah, whatever. It's just as far fetched as time travel. Yeah, yeah, so might as well have both be in this world. Sure, why, why not? <laughs> and I get the feeling like whoever was writing this did the whole like 2020 thing where we're doing like, you know, like, oh, yeah, Australia was on fire. That happened in 2020. Right. And like we all forgot about it. But like, of course, 2020 could get worse. Of fucking course it could. Like, oh, right. what's next? Time travel. Like and then they were like, what if we made that a plot? <laughs> like, what if we just had a pathogen that was way worse than this? So people don't confuse it, you know, and let's get that race theme into there, because apparently, you know, monsters are based on race as well as sex and <laughs> Yeah, like, we're okay. going to turn to the frogs, sex, Japan. Sex, yeah. race, and gender, or something like that. And then it was like, <laughs> Do but women they all turn into the they frogs. All, they all sort of have basic forms, except for some. It was just so what a bad explanation of how these animals and what they. Oh my god! It was just it's like, uh, so yeah, bad. people transform into different animals based on this, or different monsters based on this, but. We won't tell you which ones do what. I think <laughs> like I'm excited we... they didn't. Like, yeah, no, could you imagine great. like Japan just lining up like a black person, an Asian person, a white person, going, "Now this one, do you want to know what it turns into?" And I'm like, Japan, I really don't want you to. Yeah, tell oh, me. I, 
man. Please like, don't go right there. Now. Like I, I, I can only guess. We know uh, there aren't any black people, so we're not gonna see that one anymore. Mm. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Oh yeah, the third scene. <laughs> 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 they wake up in the goddamn future. They don't give a shit. There's like one sentence where they go, like, oh, "Is this heaven?" No, I guess not. Oh man! All right. Well, I guess it's the future. That's yeah. the only other logical explanation. Yeah, and the and the anyway, people, people at time let's travel. wander around. Yeah, I guess we're here. They run into a Gibia, and they try to fight it, and it doesn't work because they're not cool. The guy picks up a pipe, tries to use it as a katana, breaks he, it half somehow. The, the the Gibia engages in a classic samurai duel with him for uh-huh. some reason. Yes, where does. they both do the thing where they both do one move, and then they end up past each other, but only one person got hit. Yep. Even yeah. though he's a literal beast, and why did he stop? I don't know. Oh, Fuck man, it. I saw it in a movie dude. once. It was cool. Yeah. So I'm going to have my brainless monster do it. Fuck it you. Then his pipe things. breaks, which is whatever. I If you can break the pipe on him, why would a sword be any better? But hey, yeah, whatever. Exactly. So another piece of bullshit right there. Uh, and well, then a lady cuts. sneaks up behind him. Yeah, a lady cuts behind, uh, comes up behind him and just tases the monster. No, Takes... no, no, you gotta tell about how the tase happened. No, 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 you know what, that's a good joke. Uh, okay, the tase, it doesn't, like, taser guns, they go into Oh, God, yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. fires two yep. wires, like tasers actually do. Right. So for those of you who don't know how tasers work, it fires two little, uh, basically prongs. ropes. Yeah, prongs. Yeah, and they go into your flesh, and then yes. they create a circuit through your flesh. Right. That electrocutes you. Makes yeah. sense. Look at that. So she fires the taser. It fires yes, two no, she, little she, prongs. She fires it straight on. Like, like yeah, yeah. Fires two prongs. Scenario. Exactly as it should. Instead of sticking into the monster, it then sentiently wraps around him <laughs> yes. a million times and then electrocutes him. Are you yeah. fucking serious? They look like headphone jacks, too. <laughs> it, really, it was so yeah. fucking sad. Why it's do you also fuck like, up why, everything? Why did they animate that? Like, they could have just had a static shot of two needles going into something. Because it, it was 3D, done. ass. Yeah, I guess. Oh that God. means it was cheap. And they had to fill 15 seconds on this fucking taser <laughs> okay, shot. Okay, that's that's the actual answer. God. It's so stupid. So she tases it. She runs over. She sucks the cummies out of him with a, with a <laughs> thing. And she expressly says that it's for the vaccine research. Oh, by the way, you time travelers want to get in my van? Yeah, and truck, and they just go, yep. And then once and they're like, in, yeah, that's cool. This is faster than a horse. That's incredible. Wow, wow, it's so fast. You guys got some cool stuff. I'm not freaked out at all. Whatever. So then uh, the driver explains that he's a huge weeb, and he actually has a katana. He's going to loan the main samurai dude. No, it's because he's old. Like, he's old, so he was alive Why the, the end of the period is basically oh, was it Was it 60 years ago? Yeah. Any chance? <laughs> yeah. Was it the period of war, old man? Well, okay, hold on. It came down from his grandpa who fought in the war. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Actually, probably just maybe his there's dad, a little blood but... on it. Maybe there's a little blood on it. Maybe. Yeah, but questionable it, it, where it came from. Well, quite, it's it could be Oda Nobunaga's blood. They're not sure. <gasps> you never know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I heard that Oda Nobunaga had a lot of trouble getting a sword and uh... beating monks off. Yeah, beating off oh, monks. Oh no. Yeah, he was hard pressed to get their cummies. <laughs> anyway, right. so old man conveniently says, "Hey, I got a sword. I'm a weeb. Uh, I'll give it to you." He then jumps out of the car, and says, "Hey, lady, drive. Don't worry, yeah. I'll be back." 
And so he just goes and gets his sword. And on the way back to the camp, and they have like a little camp. This is where they explain that uh, the monsters are afraid of the light. Yeah. So right off the bat, you're like, sunlight, right? Cool. Sure. Uh, so they got floodlights. That yep. scare them away. Okay, well, right off the bat, we need to address the fact that um, floodlights are not the same as the sun. Yep. Well, they don't know. They're, they're just dumb Whatever. monsters. Sure, cool. So it's just light in general. Great, fine. I can accept that. Man, you sound uh, so disappointed with the logic in the show. I feel like it's pretty foolproof. Oh, sorry. Nothing, nothing interesting. Why don't they like it? Eh, whatever. Yeah. They'll hover outside of range, and they'll just flap their wings and screech. Right. And when you shine the light on them, they will 2D pan away. Yeah, they just back away. They don't get hurt by it. They just back They're away. They're like, eh, I don't like that. It's pretty weird. Yeah, it's not for me. I don't like it. Ah, this whole fucking sun thing's not really my jam. I'm going to go. <laughs> You guys got any new bands you're listening to? <laughs> eh. Oh, he's shining the light on me again. I gotta go home. Oh. Is that Scottish? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna sure. imagine those geckos are so adorable. They probably have a really cute Scottish accent. Oh, I want them too. Oh. Uh, so, uh, for the first time we ever see CGI monster is when the girl is describing uh, the apocalypse and it's showing like Japan on fire. But mm-hmm. it's clearly just like Japan, but with 3D fire, just like JPEG slapped on top of it. Looks oh, like didn't... shit. Oh man, it, it reminds, like shit. It reminds me of uh, uh, Infinite uh, Kill Ratio. Yeah, yeah. Just the like, yeah, the same explosion, the same four bullets. Just so you know, there's a war going on. Yeah, but yeah, Japan's quote on fire with the little shitty flames they slap on it. And then a plane flies by, also on fire, and it's about to crash. And it just zooms in. Uh, or, or what? Oh, no, there's an F-18, and he's doing something. And he's flying around, and he looks out his window. He's like, oh, shit, there's a plane going down. And it zooms in on one of the, the windows of this passenger plane. And there's just the gecko there. He's like, hi! <laughs> <laughs> he's the cutest fucking thing. And he's just in the window, and he goes, yeah, bitch! <laughs> I love the gecko. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Like, I thought I thought little reptiles and amphibians were cute before, but, like, man, this thing really iced it in for me. He fucking, he is loving every second. He's just There's blood all over the place. How did he get it there? You don't know. He's got <laughs> no teeth. He's got oh, no oh, teeth. Well, he's got a, he's got like a stinger thing. Yeah, right? but why is there blood everywhere? <laughs> That's still a pretty good point. He's going to eviscerate them with his duck claws? Yeah, I don't oh, think so. No. <laughs> he quacks, he waddles up, he, he tries to eat the fly off of your shoulder, and whoops, he stung you with his scorpion tail. Also, he's got eight legs. Oh, wait. Can we? No. All right, just finish the synopsis. Is it eight synopsis. or six? I don't care. Right, I want to talk about a thing. Just go. I'm on. never going to be done with this fucking synopsis. <laughs> all right, then I'm uh, talking about something real quick. So, fine. The, the, the stingers, they explain that once you get stung with it, then there is a chance, not a guarantee, that you will get infected. And the reason why it isn't a guarantee is if they have used their stinger within 24 hours, there won't mm. be enough ven- venom to shoot another person with it during that 24 hour like gap, yeah. right? So like if one person gets stung, they're probably going to get infected, but then if someone gets stung immediately after, they most likely won't. Yeah. How good restraint on this show to not show that happening immediately. How? The second they explained that to me, I thought within 10 minutes I was going to watch yeah. that exact yeah. scenario no, play I, out. I agree. I so agree. I thought it was I, I couldn't make it that far. 
because I do not understand how this this pathogen spread. Yeah. Apparently, because, the I guy mean, who writes this thinks that venom is like a tank, like in this guy's butt. And when he injects you with venom, he dumps like two liters of butt <laughs> juice into your body. Yeah. By the way, if if something that big stung you and the amount of venom it ejected oh was God. enough that it emptied its tank, yeah. you would die just from that much fluid being pumped into you. <laughs> but it's like if I stabbed a hole in you and I just hooked up a hose. My favorite part <laughs> of it was that there's the monsters are so dumb that if they stab you and they don't think they injected you with venom because they're not really sure, they'll just keep stabbing you until yeah, you're dead. They are not aware that they blow their full load on the first time. They've got, I, I they've got serious performance anxiety and they blow instantly. The second the tip's oh, in, the God. full load gets deposited and they have to rest until they oh, can go again. God. See, like I, I still can't just get past the point that this pathogen never would have spread. Because, like, that means someone needs to convert, stab someone, and then that person needs to live. And then, theoretically, every 24 hours, they need to be stabbing someone and then not being killed in that exact same 24 hours. Yeah, it's, like, it's it somehow would be even worse slowest, than zombies. Yeah. It'd be so slow. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, Italy would, like, you would have, so, like, systems Yeah, so somehow, down. what I imagine is that, so it was a virus before it was... Yeah, well, they, they do kind of touch on that. So I it's, think... It's a the, virus yeah, first. I think the point is that it was yeah. a virus, but now the virus can also be spread by other... Demons. Well, then why aren't they yeah. wearing masks or giving a because, shit about any of that? Because it's not that way anymore. Yeah. They didn't oh. think about it that much. They didn't yeah. think about it that much. Yeah, shut up, Ethan. All Just they knew serious. was that... Oh, my they, bad, they, my bad. Get past it already. It was a disease... And then on one magical day, the entire disease. The virus is like, well, once. you got, you guys can take it over, right? All right, I'm out of here. Yeah. The virus left, and now it's just venom. The strain changed instantaneously <laughs> all across the world at the same time. Yep. Whoa. And at that exact moment, like millions of people turned into monsters. Yep. Tell all right, good enough go. for me. There you go. Yeah, I mean, all right, so they're closed. in the camp. Thank God these men from the year 1600 are here to help. Yeah. Because they're, they're so fucking strong, Guns man. don't do a thing. Gun? Ooh. Fuck gun. I shot this guy with like 30 goddamn bullets. That beast wouldn't go down at all. But you know what I did do? I cut him. Yep. Something yep. I, something I actually what do. I did. Something I, I got a kick out of and actually kind of enjoyed in this was how they were like, hey, who are most of the people in the camp? And you're like, well, you do have some people that are Japanese, but most of them are just the Imperial Americans that got left here after the pathogen broke out. So <laughs> yeah. it's just a bunch of fucking it's, army guys like, from hey, the US. My name, my name is Brian. I'm yeah. a Marine. <laughs> a bunch of guys who say they're all Marines, and they just are the most stereotypical American butch people of all time. Like, yeah. they fire their M16s only in pairs and on full auto. Yeah, it was Adam. Oh my Adam God. would take two M16s. He wouldn't fire them straight in front of them. He'd fire them off in angles and just I mean, fire. in 2029, it should be an AR-15, but hey, we're not going to give Japan that much fucking credit. <laughs> that might even be, like, a fucking M2. Oh, God. So anyway, um, or an M4, sorry. M4. I was like, what's an M2? Maybe I just don't know. But <laughs> Look, Americans aren't good at naming guns. True. It's very confusing. Ugh. Um so there's the M1 Garand. Yeah, hey, there's the M2. The M1 tag. Get out of here. Oh also my Garand. M1A. And then there's All the right, M1A1. And then there's the M2A1. And then there's the M2A2. But then there's the M14. And then there's the AR16 or 15. 
And then there's... The wait, M6. we lost the convention. Wait, uh, you guys, you forgot one. There's M1A1 sauce you put yeah. on your steak. Mm-hmm. But the, the M4A1 is exactly the same thing as the AR-15. The only difference is that the slight differences were made by a different manufacturer. So they couldn't use M4 and had to use AR, which is Armalite, the manufacturer who, or the designer who came up with a new design. Not you know, only have you lost me, all but they I really added was like a fucking bolt break or not breaker, like the fucking slam pin. Like literally, one of the changes from I think even Vietnam era rifles and now is that there is a big thing that sticks out of the side of the gun that is just like a little rubber, like it looks like a door stopper. And all it is for is so you can fucking hit it really hard and unjam your gun. Yeah, yeah. That, it's yeah, a gun unjammer. Mm-hmm. And all it is is a big fucking, like, plunger that you punch. Yeah, yeah. That, I... is, that is, guys, look, if you don't know, guns haven't changed much in the last, like, 100 years. Whoa. People are desperate for new shit to tack on. They are desperate as fuck. I want to put an Ona hole on it. Yeah. I want to fuck my gun. Is it metal? Sure. Then I don't like it. Oh. Hmm. All right. So what else happens in episode two? Oh, yeah. God, uh, we didn't even get to episode two. uh, No, we're here. We're here. uh, Uh, The camp gets attacked because magically the power breaks and their lights go out. Yep. Samurai man does a lot of stuff. Weeb man dies. Yep. Mm -hmm. The old weeb man. And I don't care. And episode the main samurai guy cuts people good and the ninja guy just his ninja power is that good. he doesn't give a fuck whatever he picks up he instantly knows how it works and how to yep. use it yep. if you so, forget the most important part of this i'm gonna mur- is it the fact that he uses filament wire but it's not filament wire it's actually just copper wire no but that's a really and good point the person who writes this seems to think that if you pull hard enough on copper wire it's magically going to cut through flesh yeah, Even that was the something. reason. The reason filament wire actually does cut you is because it's very, very thin. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, what, he's really strong. What's your part, Ethan? What's your? Uh, the fact that the old weeb guy that brought the sword, when he dies, his image goes up in the sky, slightly transparent, like we're back. Oh in the my movie. god! Yeah, like <laughs> thanks, Goku. Yeah. <laughs> you did it, Goku. That was my favorite out of this. Oh god, that, I forgot about that. That was so fucking stupid. <laughs> I saw oh, it. I was like, no way. <laughs> also, the last thing he says before he dies is, "I'm so glad I got to see something cool before I die." Hey, you know Man, what? Good you fucking him. piece of shit. Good on him. He got to see his life goal of a samurai cutting down a monster. If I'm going to die, I'd rather see what I want to see before I Sure, I could have trained to use the sword, and I could have been the cool guy. Hey, no, I'm really happy that somebody else from 1610 showed up and showed me how it's done. Yeah, well, wait, I'm going out. You saw an Edo period samurai, Jay. That's what I thought. Also, the girl they hang out with is supposedly a black belt in kendo. I cannot stress enough that they do not do that in kendo. They don't give out fucking belts. Oh my god, that's a great Belts point. don't happen in fucking Kendo. How do you, the Japanese anime maker, not know that? I mean, Might, well, maybe it's like a I translation mean, thing. To be fair, there's a ton of no, there's a ton of American movies where they just have points in there because it makes it sound cooler, and it's clearly wrong. I mean, I'll, I'll give that to all media. I don't have any examples. Oh no, sure, but... it's it's not like just Japan, but normally when Americans do that, it's because it's a different system. That they don't know. You know what I mean? 
Like, it's like, yeah, I'm a fucking, like, Green Beret twice removed. And you're like, what the fuck does that even mean? Right. Uh, we were, I just watched a, a movie a little bit ago uh, called Under Siege. It's a fucking... Um, Wait a minute. That sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. Oh, God. What's that guy's name? That stupid, shitty Aikido guy who does action movies, but the, he's really shitty. Uh, Steven Seagal. It's a Steven Seagal oh. movie. But uh, he's explaining at one point that uh, they're sending in the fucking um, uh, the Navy SEAL Team Five, and you're like, "There is no SEAL Team 5. Did you guys Uh-oh. not even Google this shit? Oh, maybe they did that on purpose. No, they didn't. Okay, well, never <laughs> but whatever. Or at least at that point, because the movie was made in like the '90s, like there's no SEAL Team Five yet. So what the fuck are you guys talking about? In case people don't know, when you say SEAL Team, like SEAL Team 6, it's not just, like, six guys. It's an entire fucking, like, division. It's like a hundred guys. Yeah, and there's only one team. No, there's not. <laughs> each, each, like, SEAL no, Team No, 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 like, I, that's what I'm referring to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only like, SEAL it's Team not, 6. Like, people, like, Google this shit. If, you're, if any of you guys are aspiring writers, Google shit. For the oh, and then uh, while you're at it, also Google SEAL Team 6 in canoeing. That's a fun little rabbit hole. Oh, yeah, It's great. called Don't... War Crimes. It's called Team Building Exercises, Ethan. Oh, my bad. My bad. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm team not building. Familiar. Team yeah. building. It's We're on cool. one team, and the people we skin are on the other. Oops. Oh. War Crime. <laughs> well, see, the problem is that you're identifying them as people, so. Oh, shit. That was the yeah, team building you, exercise. You, I failed. Take that out. I yeah. failed. You're I'm sorry. Go. You're gonna wash I'm back. I'm off the team. I'm off yeah. the team. Can I take a support role? No, we're gonna need your hatchet back first off. Oh damn it! Boy, this anyway. is a weird topic. Apparently, I knew too much about. Let's go. Well, I mean, everybody should know about that. Anyway, yeah. um, what else happened? Uh, people die. They run away. Oh, uh, evil a people doctor. show. There's a doctor who seems really fucking evil, but I guess he's not. Uh, who's doing the vaccine? Um. And then there's I that guess... evil guy at the end that looks like an old Japanese lord that shows up. Oh, yeah. They're like, let's go to the countryside to, like, harvest more people, essentially. And then yeah. it, like, fades to black, goes to episode three. Yeah. And then in episode three, there's a super monster that they have a stupid name for. Meteora, I believe. I don't care. Yep. Meteora's correct. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, the way they introduce it is fucking hilarious because it's so incompetent. They're basically like, oh, yeah, that's a special one. It's not afraid of the light. All we know about it is that it's called Meteora. It's like, all right, well, you know it doesn't go in the sun, so you know two things about it, first of all. And three, why is... So somebody named it. Don't fucking lie. It didn't name itself. It doesn't have a fucking name tag. Meteora, Meteora. Oh, it's a Pokemon, I see. Meteora, we call that one. It's like, yes, you named it. I know. Just say you named it. Don't, Don't pretend that it named itself. You're just a weird fucking guy with stupid names for monsters. Anyway, it looks like a fucking statue uh, because it's, despite being 3D, so poorly fucking animated that it never moves more than one joint at once. Yeah. It's, it's fucking embarrassing. It's, it's easily one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen. It's fucking hilarious. And it has two powers. It can scream really loud and somehow make a helicopter fly off, off kilter. Yep. And it shoots fucking Spider-Man webs out of its tits. Yes, it does. I thought it was out of its mouth. Well, it depends. Sometimes it's out of the tits. Sometimes it's out of the arms. Sometimes it's just out of a nebulous it just has place. The, it has the ability to shoot Spider-Man. 
The from, people who who fucking animate this give such so little of a shit. They don't. They're not even consistent in where the webs come out of. It's it's just every single bit, everything that you could fuck up, they fuck up. Uh, so there's that. And then they, then in a in a twist of just 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 beautiful beautiful writing, they're like, ah, I want a new character. So <laughs> without ever showing anything of this guy's past, not even a brief flashback, no boat scene. There's just like they just look over. They're like, what the fuck is that? Is there a guy laying face down on that building? Like, oh, yeah, there is. And then they, you watch him get up, and he's some 16th century warrior monk who also yeah. time-traveled for no reason. You're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's, that's the pretense we have here? Wow. Did you want more? Fucking sad. Uh, so basically, now they- that the writers at, at episode three have officially given up, <laughs> we've got our third character... The episode, I believe, is even called The Third Person. The Third Man, specifically. The Third Man. The Third Man. Uh, what we call this episode? Oh, you know, the third guy gets introduced. Let's just call it The Third Guy. No, no, no. <laughs> third Guy sounds dumb, Bob. Make a Third Man. Oh, yeah, that's way cooler. Uh, Fucking idiots. Uh, and then he pulls a helicopter. Yeah. With his raw strength. Which I want to make a quick point but, like, on like, how is the helicopter still up in the air, but no, 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 no. not able to turn? We got to focus on the fact that the helicopter was trying to get away from the Spider-Man web. So, like, if you are pulling me backwards and I'm going forwards, there's no ground made, right? Right. Monk pulls the helicopter at, like, a 45-degree angle back towards the, like, Spider-Man web source. He's not pulling them away. He's not trying to, like, snap the webs. But they make it seem like he's dragging the helicopter in a direction that it's impossible for it to go. But like, yeah, yeah the helicopter could have easily just it turned, just gone there, just turned itself. Yeah. yeah, and then and then uh, samurai guy jumps off and he tries to face it one v one and he can't cut it because his samurai sword isn't cool sharp enough. Then Shinobi uh, I believe this is supposedly and... set up earlier where he says, "If I had my original blade, I wouldn't have to worry about yeah, getting chips." Breaking, yeah, chipping. Which, yep. by the way, is a hundred percent bullshit. For those of you who don't know, all swords will chip. When you hit them against each other, it doesn't matter how thick they are. If anything, the thicker they are, the more they will chip. No, this man's does not. Don't worry about it. Yep, don't worry about it. His is perfect. It totally wasn't. He said he likes Western swords. (laughs) Shinobi Man flies a helicopter into Meteora down a building, which was a skyscraper, but the entire middle was hollowed out, which I guess is an okay, neat idea. Just very strange to see. Yeah. Yeah, I and think then, it's supposed to be like a big parking garage, maybe. Yeah, and then, uh, and then Adam starts to turn into. It, it ends with Adam starting to turn into a Gibia. That's it. Yeah. Oh no, you forgot that Ninja Man drives the helicopter. I into just the said monster. that. I just said Shinobi drives the helicopter into the monster. It was so fucking boring. I forgot it. <laughs> you both- but he screams. He screams. I may not know how to drive this thing, but I can definitely drive it into you. And I was like, right, those are no, two. No, you can't. Those are two different. You don't know how a flight stick works. The second no. you touch it, you will actively start falling in a different direction. Critical moment that you guys forgot about. So, yes, we talked about the sword breaking against the, like, you know, the, the things, uh-huh. uh, the spider webs. But did we talk about the grenades? Oh, well, he, oh, yeah. he just oh, tries grenades. Shinobi, 
jumps out of the uh, helicopter, sticks a bunch of grenades onto the ropes, but doesn't land on the ropes. No. no. Somehow jumps up without touching the ropes and leaves behind all the grenades. Yeah. While jumping up, the grenades explode. He throws a spool of copper wire back up to the uh, the samurai. Helicopter, yeah. And the samurai catches him, saving him. Yep. But then new spider web is fired off. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Kenobi. amazing. <laughs> and the ninja jumps out without no, the, yeah, the who was holding who was yeah, expressly <laughs> holding the rope. So he just ju- he's just there. He teleports there. Right. And the rope is still taut. And you're like, who the fuck is holding the rope? So the ninja jumps out, saves the shinobi from the spider webs, and then gets caught by the shinobi immediately after the cut is made. They are being suspended by a still taut rope, and you find out later it is Adam holding two large <laughs> men, one of which, like, a hundred and probably eighty pounds worth of man just dropped presumably more than thirty feet to get caught. Yeah. And that's just, like, no big deal to Adam, because he's, right. he's, yeah, he's a marine. He's a fucking marine. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then, to, to cap it all off, the samurai asked to be tossed to the monster by the ninja, and the, he just does it. Like, it's not like they swing back and forth a few times. You just see them approach the camera screen without, like, them. a swing. And, and no, no, like, th- their models don't even move. The yeah. samurai just goes forward. The samurai like, just is forward. He just, just is forward. Yeah, his his model progresses forward. <laughs> no swing at all. There's no arc. There's no, like, Whoa! You don't need like, that in the future, Ethan. Once we get to 2030, I'll show you. I'll show you how I can just I can move you forward without moving myself. All right, all I'll right. That's as much recap as I care to give. Well, let's here, talk about the one. elephant in the room here. Oh, what? oh my god! The elephant in the elephant. room is what the fuck do we do? Because Gibiate <laughs> is a gem of shit. I know Gibiate is one of the most incompetent, written by an alien pieces of shit yet, and it's wonderful. Oh, God. What do we do? Because Millionaire Detective is objectively the best thing that's ever been on the podcast. Well, I don't know if you're going to manage to convince me one way or the other, but I already know what. I- well, no, I th- there's no convincing to be done. The argument we need to have is not which one is better. That is obvious. OK, the, the argument we need to have is whether or not Millionaire is so good, it shouldn't be on the podcast and that Gibiate will win by default. No, we'll, we'll uh. Well, it's discussion time, and I think it's time that we address this. All right, all right. We'll break from uh, normal programming, and I think it's fair I think we haven't done that two weeks in a row. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, It'll just happen whenever Jay wants it to happen. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Forget anything I put together. We'll just do it your way. All right. Go ahead. uh, (laughs) Yeah, fuck you. That's exactly what I want. (laughs) Uh, uh, well then, screw it. You guys gave all your points, so let's just go to voting and talk about it. Let's just figure out what we want to do. Uh, tell me, Ethan, tell me what you think should move on and why, and then we'll go from there. Let's just vote on it and see how everybody feels, and we'll talk about it. There's need, there needs to be a discussion about it. So you think Gibiata should move on? Yeah, definitely, okay. for sure. So, like, I totally agree with Jay. Like millionaire is, I think it's gotta be the best thing we've seen yet. Like it's it has, right? It's the best like, actual anime. I wanna, I wanna preface that because the yes, best yeah. thing we could have watched here would be a winner, and that would be the best worst thing. But yeah, it's Agreed. literally, it's a, it's a gen. Now it's not. No, I, I wanna. 
preface all of this by saying I don't think it's an an amazing anime. I don't think it's the greatest anime. But was I was I did I enjoy watching it? Yeah, for like one of the first times ever. Do I think it has a lot of good story writing? And am I willing to watch more on my own free time? Because why not? Yeah, absolutely. And would I oh, recommend? Oh fuck yeah, I'm gonna be watching this yeah. by myself. Would Amazing. I recommend it to a couple people that might be into this? Yeah, I would say hey, this is actually a pretty good way, uh, a pretty good anime that has good writing and that you won't probably see. Uh, and much other stuff. Sure. This is fucking anime of the year for me right now. <laughs> this is the I can't anime. think of anything that came out this year, maybe even last year that was this good. We'll have to, oh, I, guess, I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have, we'll what the fuck do you even remember that came out last year? Uh, oh, I mean, I don't, but I remember It Invaded. <laughs> uh, yeah, Plunder, exactly. Uh, Plunderer. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's what I fucking thought. <laughs> that's what I fucking thought. Whole uh, chock full of dog shit last year, except uh, maybe Legend of the Galactic Heroes remake. Uh, but I would say this is better than that. I would not, not even, not even. I think Legend of the Galactic Heroes is better, but the remake doesn't exactly like the remake is just ice skating off of somebody else's really great work. Sure, but I haven't seen the original, so to me, it's better. Well, that you know sucks to you. Yeah, well, I could watch it. I just don't. I don't know if I want to invest that much time into it. It's it's hard to watch nowadays because like that '80s retro style. Like yeah, you gotta be is, into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not saying I'll never will, but I mean, just mean right now. I loved uh, the remake of Galactic Heroes. I thought it was amazing. Oh no, it's good because yeah. Galactic Heroes. Yeah. is really fun. But now, however, so I do want to preface this. We've only watched three episodes of this. As long as Millionaire Detective keeps this pace, yeah, I would say that it would be in the running for one of the best animes we've seen and that comes out because the whole point of this podcast is that 90 percent of anime we think is garbage which it just is um so yeah i don't think there's any way around that yeah yeah so so i agree with that um so jay do you believe uh, so jay you posed the question so i'll leave the quote-unquote deciding vote up to you here i won't vote because if you vote dibiate doesn't matter whatever but so what do you think we should do do you i think that we should say right here right now watch millionaire detective it is glorious. Okay. We're not going to keep it on the podcast, a.k.a. Gibiate is going to move forward. Okay. Because Gibiate is what this podcast was yes. made for. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because nobody is watching Gibiate because anyone can take one look at the thumbnail and know exactly that it's going to be dog shit. Yeah. What they won't know is that it's some of the most entertaining dog shit yeah. ever. Because it's made by a fucking alien who doesn't know how people talk. And I think here, that was my... That was and whose pretense of plot was thrown out the fucking window yeah. on the second scene. And that's kind of why I... Uh, and so, to... For all... Not that it matters anymore, but I agree. Gibiate should move on. Millionaire Detective, you should go watch. Watch it on your free time. There's something you can enjoy. If you think that we only pick bad animes on the show or we hate every single anime, you're wrong. There are animes that are good and live up to our expectations. And yeah. three episodes, we pick them by accident. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, yeah, yeah, true. Millionaire Detective, after three episodes, lives up to that. It seems like an anime that, as long as it stays on this pace, could be just a good twelve episode anime that uh, we enjoy watching. So there you go. This, this isn't even like, look, we've talked about it before, but we're like, oh, we got tricked by the three episode rule? No, no, no. Yeah. This no. goes so far beyond no, because the all, best that those all, things had yeah, ever fucking All up. three episodes are solid from start to finish, and they don't deviate in a negative way like throughout the episodes. They they just tell you the yeah. story as is, and they don't they don't set it up with a crazy amount of you know awesomeness in episode one, and then by episode three, you see where the plot's going. No, everything remains the yeah. same in all three episodes. When, when we were complimenting like Eighth Son and Villainess, 
for having like good episodes one and two. It was not like, oh my god, this is great. It was, no, no. this is fine, and this is competent. Yes. I never enjoyed any of it. At all. It was fucking mind-numbing. This is the genuine shit. Mm-hmm. And it, it cannot be stated enough yeah. that this is what good shit is. Now, this is what so- it is. You, you can fucking see it from a light years away. It's so fucking good. Now, in the recap... Uh, we'll have watched all 12 episodes of this and we'll let you oh, know God, how we yeah. feel after that. We'll let you know how we, like, if we change our minds because after three episodes it goes wrong, we'll let you know. But for right now, we recommend it. And just take, oh, that, hell yeah. take that for what it's worth. Um, Everyone should watch it. I've already recommended this to someone. There have only been two anime that we watched here that I've actually and the second one being My Life is a uh, New Life is a Not because I think that one was stupendous. It is nowhere even close to Millionaire. <laughs> no, it was hell just simply no. like it was just kind of like the oh, same fucking like it was. It's not Millionaire makes the Millionaire makes the first two episodes of Villainous look like a fucking amateur student project. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. But it was like kind of fun to casually watch. Yeah, it was no, like, it, it was like fine. It yeah. was fine. Yeah. Yep, and it was fine because and it stopped being fine every, very quickly. It, but it, it was fine. It was fine because everything else we watched was like a destructive god. Oh god! Because we watched all of that, so villainess was refreshing. However, this is just genuinely good. Yeah. So there's a difference between refreshing and genuinely good, and that's the best way I can describe it. Is my life as a villainess for the first couple episodes was refreshing because it seemed like they knew what they were doing and then immediately tanked it. This has not done any of that. It just wants to do what it wants to do. And as long as it keeps doing that, hoorah, I get to watch something good. Hooray. We're going to celebrate. Good stuff. Uh, so, yeah. So, give me out to moving on. That's exciting. I, um, but I'm more excited about The Millionaire Detective. Well, actually, no. I'm excited about both of them for opposite reasons. I'm excited because Gibiate, I hope, remains trash. Oh, and this was the other point I was going to bring up. We so Gibiate had a lot of negative reviews, which is interesting for animes. But the negative reviews seem to be like all oh, the you know like so our podcast is dedicated to finding crappy animes, but showing you how entertaining enough they are to watch. But a lot of the negative comments are like, oh, this is just bad. Like I quit watching after one or two episodes, and it was like, yeah. So I don't. I think people like genuinely think that all animes are going to be good, and when they don't live up to their like weeb expectations, they're like, nah, this was trash because it wasn't what I wanted. I was like. Yeah, but all of this is trash. You just won't admit I, it. I, However, uh, I really don't get interesting enough to watch because it's so trashy. Like I don't get how you watch this and you go, "Ugh, garbage." Yeah, I'll, I can't. I couldn't even make it through a fucking episode. <laughs> Meanwhile, you watch Sorcerer's Stab or Orphan. You're like, <laughs> I am so excited for these characters. <laughs> what? I don't get it either. It, it How does the same life. human brain have those two <laughs> two ideas? That oh, doesn't both... make any sense. Yeah, I don't get it either. But um, well, uh, I guess that is, is a strange way to end the episode. But I think it's the best way. Uh, Gibiate moves three zero. Uh, please watch Millionaire Detective uh, by all three of our votes. Just go home and watch it and have a little enjoyment in your life. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it'll make your day a little better. Uh, as we just keep slogging through this crap, which brings me up to next week, uh, the ever awaited for number four seed, Monster Girl Doctor, is up next week. Uh, yes, it, it, it will be finally, <laughs> it will be finally take- I can knock out two activities at once. I get to watch <laughs> anime and I get to jerk off. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's all we hope for. Uh, Rent a girlfriend. It'll be taking on Rent a girlfriend, which had an interesting plot, but we'll see if it 
if it goes the Mr. Love's Queen Choice way or if it goes uh, somewhere more interesting. I don't know. Um, After the breath of hope we have, <laughs> it's time to return to the dregs. <laughs> Back down we go. Speaking of dregs, I have a special call out. I just want to make sure I made time for all. Ethan? I am so glad. Yeah. That r slash animemes went private. All of you can suck my left testicle. I think it's the best thing ever. Didn't it go private last week? Didn't you bring this up last or No, it didn't go private then. They Um... they went from a hundred. What was it? It was like they had like a hundred thousand subs or no was it i think they had a million subs when all that like like that slur business started yeah the whole trap thing you were telling and they kept making so many memes and like never dropping the topic to the point where they shed four hundred (laughs) thousand subs nice (laughs) like they shed 40 percent of the user base and the whole time they were like see these people are leaving because they don't get their free speech and I'm like, yeah, that's it, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> sure. You got it. That's, it's, that's not, this is. it's not the transphobic memes. Uh, it's not, yeah, it's not the transphobic memes. It's not the uh, the fact that all of the content that people signed up for is now literally gone. Anyway, I have never particularly liked Anna memes other than when they would wage war with other subs. I love watching this sub burn. So if any of you like it out there, eat Fuck shit and die. You. Oh my god. Yeah, you're exactly the scum we are going to war with with this podcast. The three of us versus all of you. We'll take and I'm it. not worried in I'll the least. I'll take all of you. I'll take all of you. I'm pretty sure YouTube comments can't. There's, there's three of us and there's a million of you. And we'll each take 333,000 again and we'll take you in the back alleyway and we'll do what we want with you. In the eternal wait, words wait, 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 of one of that. my favorite. No, no, no I was talking about words, fighting. No, no, no. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. Please, fight me. That would be entertaining. (laughs) In the eternal words of one of my favorite comedians, you if you send death threats to me, that's 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 nothing. Because at the end of the day, I chose to do this and I can I can take care of myself and I'm I am making this choice. But if you go after some of my family or God forbid any of the people I love, that makes it even funnier. That is, you know, I actually, I actually know that quote because I heard that on Sirius XM. That's Anthony Jeselnik. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. And I thought so. I heard that exact stand-up that he did uh, the other day on the radio. <laughs> it's a good bit. <laughs> it was pretty good. Uh, you anyway. sad fucking people. Please. Uh, anyway, uh, Monster Girl Doctor, first random girlfriend next week. We're excited to get back into what this podcast is really about, which is not good anime. So this should be a fun time. Um, did anybody score any points today before we sign out? Uh, what were we? Let's see. Did anybody? Uh, millionaire. All right, he hasn't paid a hitman yet, but that's so that's still up. Uh, Batman or Green Arrow joke not made yet. Uh, and uh, where is it? More serial killer cases. Jay, that was you. What do you mean by that? What do you mean, Jake? Uh, I meant that they were going to be investigating serial killers. So okay, so so far not happened. All right, uh, and uh, Gibiate. Uh, more than one JPEG weapon? So far, no. They've only had uh, oh, two M16s and a sword, and they haven't been JPEGs yet. Uh, flipped CGI model on screen. That was Ethan. It hasn't, oh. it hasn't, t- it hasn't done the 2D <laughs> flip yet, I but it is work. so fucking close. Yeah. <laughs> bad, and then Jay, uh, worse CG than Berserk. I don't, I don't. Think the problem is, is that Berserk 
everything was CG. Yeah, and Berserk. And that was one of the problems. Yeah. So this I think CG I, is as bad. It's just that it's not everything. Yeah, it's not everything. And I wouldn't call it worse. Like, here's my, my problem with Berserk was like all those lines, like that they, that they you know, like. Yeah, the. With, oh, it just it messed with my brain. Those, those are still those are still yeah. in there here. The, yeah. that, that shitty style. I don't know uh, why people fucking do that. Don't know either. But anyway, so I don't I don't know that you'll win points for that unless they go off the deep end. But I'd say it's still it's still in the running if there's. If there's something that's way worse, I'd give you the point on that. So the no JPEG point. flip is still a very real thing uh, that could happen. I think it might. I think All we right. have potential here. Like as their budget runs, <laughs> well. yeah. oh God forbid we get debated on Gibiade and literally in the next three episodes it somehow loses even more budget oh my god i would be so happy though i don't know better. what that would look like <laughs> it would be 2d flipping all over the place i want the next like six episodes of Gibiade to become like a serious contender for like oscar shit like it just like just fucking turns on the heel and just does something amazing and then the last three it goes back to just being actual trash again I don't know why it would, but I could see it happening. Now, here, uh, the point for Gibiate was Yu Yu Hakusho x South Park. Uh, I don't think it was as bad, but <laughs> I, I still... I don't think it has anything in common with either of those two. <laughs> Crazy agree. as it might sound. Now, Millionaire Detective says to simp or not to simp, but that was just because people were simping for the millionaire. Uh, I, I get why. Well, no, I really don't get why. Why, why simp for him, but... I simp for anybody, but yeah, simping for that guy. Yeah, I don't get that. Yeah, all I right, like I, I don't get that. What, well, is, what is sexy about the guy a man with infinite money? Infinite money. I guess I mean infinite, mo- I mean, infinite yeah. money. That's kind of yeah. nice, but but that doesn't make him sexy. It just makes him out of the money. He's sexy. also a huge asshole, so I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I like, just I mean, like of all the characters to find sexy, I, I don't get it. I mean, that is actually the point of simping, right? Like you are going after someone that's like not. It. So, like, Ethan, an I don't so. think that's the point of simping. Ethan, your dark horse is Gibiate, so that's looking. Uh, yeah, like, you're looking know. pretty strong. Know, but man. he's got Peter fucking Grill to contend with. Told me when I was like Gibiate should be higher than six, and you guys were like, I don't know, and I'm like, okay. Well, right. hey, we'll find out. Yeah, we're, we're eating that now. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Mr. Uh, we got a now. really strong field. This is a strong field. Yeah, so far only one. Act- yeah, we have five really bad animes, and then one we recommend. So only no, one has been a disappointment, and that is superheroes. Yeah, serious Super- fucking disappointment. Superheroes could have been way worse, and it wasn't. And so, Monster Girl, Doctor, Rent a Girlfriend, I think, is another potential huge disappointment. Yeah, I, I think next week is going to be our toughest. Week. I hope Monster yeah. Doctor is as bad as it says it is, and I'll be excited. That's all I wish for. <laughs> anyway, with a stethoscope on the nipple, there's not a whole lot lower you can go. Ooh. Well, we got a lot of predictions that are lower, but we'll talk about them next week. Uh, anyway, if I see that bull vasectomy. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have some words. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have some words with you for cheating. That's what I'm gonna have. Anyway, <laughs> uh, until next week, enjoy watching this crappy anime and enjoy watching the one good one. Uh, it has been uh, a blast to do this again and again and again. Uh, anyway, we just Bye. hope you had the heat death of the universe. <laughs> Bye. We, just, we just hope you guys had as fun. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you next time. See you. you and that itchy trigger finger. When you gotta go, brother, you gotta go. Inkeeper!